Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday, it's August 2nd, and we're beginning with another prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts from John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as our sins cry continually to heaven, each of us may turn to repentance, and by condemning ourselves of our own accord may anticipate your judgment, and thus stir up ourselves to repentance, that being received into favor, we may find you, whom we have provoked, to take vengeance, to be indeed our Father. And may we be so preserved by you in this world, that having at length put off all our vices, we may attain to that perfection of purity to which you invite us. And thus lead us more and more to yourself by your Spirit, and separate us from the corruptions of this world, that we may glorify you before men, and be at last made partakers of that celestial glory that has been purchased for us by the blood of your only begotten Son. Amen. Okay, we are in chapter 2 of Joel still. We read through verse 11 on Friday. Today we're going to read from verse 12 down through verse 17. Hear the word of the Lord. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, consecrate the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? So here we find this call to repentance, and it is a serious call. And you may be familiar with verses 12 and 13 here. Here in our congregation, we use this as one of the scriptures for our call to confession. So you may be familiar with it and and what it's saying here. Look, yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. God is saying, hey, you have a chance. These people are lined up at the borders. The locusts are ready to come. But yet, even now, return to me with all your heart. And notice what it says. With fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. What does that mean? Well, when they were to be repenting, they would tear their clothes. Well, this became something that that showed that they were willing to repent, but their hearts weren't really in it. They would just tear their clothes. It was a legalistic thing. Uh, They would just tear their clothes and say, see, I'm, uh, my clothes are torn. I'm feeling bad for my sin. I'm repenting, right? And God is saying, no, you need to rend your heart. Your heart needs to be torn open. Your heart needs to be exposed and, and you need to be showing that you hate your sin. And so what does it say here? That when you do that, What are you doing? Who are you returning to? Are you returning to a God who'll say, you've checked all the boxes and and now um, I won't do this. No, you're returning to the Lord your God. He is gracious and merciful. He's slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. 
and he relents over disaster. He turns away from it. And we we know this. There are times in Scripture where, where God is considering doing something, that his wrath is going to be poured out, but he relents. Specific example that comes to mind, the book of Jonah. They repented. And what does he do? He relents from disaster. And what did uh, what did Jonah have to think about that? He wasn't too wild about it, was he? But he learned the truth. And we learn in the book of Jonah that God is gracious and merciful. He is slow to anger. His steadfast love is great. And so that is the call from God to his people through the prophet Joel of what they are to do about their sin. And notice the extent to which this is to occur. Consecrate the congregation. This isn't just the priests. It isn't just the people at the top. Consecrate the congregation. It says also assemble the elders, but gather the children, even the nursing infants. This goes down to everyone. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. In other words, let everybody come, no matter what is going on. Bring the people together and everyone turn from their sin. Because the problem isn't just the people at the top who are sinful. The sinfulness goes all the way to the bottom. And so God says, bring everybody together. Consecrate the whole of the people. Let them all acknowledge their sin. And so we come down to the end and, and we see this, this uh, passage here and how it ends. It says, hey, God, um, may this be done Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach. In other words, don't have people look and say, look at these people and their God. Their God, let them be destroyed. What good is that God? That's the idea being expressed here. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? The call here is that, God, if we return and if we, we repent of our sins, spare us that people might see who you are, that you are gracious and merciful, that you're slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and you care for your people. And so this is the call to us too. You know, we are sinful from the top to the bottom, whether it's the elders all the way down to the children, we all are sinful. We all need to come before God and confess our sin and and repent of our sin and acknowledge our sinfulness because we understand that we have a God who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And how do we know that? We know that because of the cross. We know that because we have been given the gift of faith and we trust in Jesus that he has forgiven our sins through his death and resurrection and now that he is interceding for us at the Father's right hand. We know this to be the truth. And so may we daily turn from our sins. May we consecrate our lives knowing that we have a God who relents from disaster. The punishment we deserve for our sin has been poured out on Christ. And so we can follow him in faithfulness. May this not make us soft towards sin, but instead may it give us a desire to live a holy life that we might honor Jesus for who he is and what he has done to save us. Let us go to prayer. Almighty God, we know that you are gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and you relent over disaster. We come to you and acknowledge your holiness and confess our lack of holiness within ourselves. We trust in the holiness that we have through Jesus alone, and trust that because of him, you see us as righteous in your sight. Today, as we begin a new week, we pray for all those who are leaving home for work today. We pray for safety as they go out into their vocations. Grant them safety as they work, but also bless them with safety as they travel to and from their jobs. The vocations that you bless us with are one of the great gifts that you've not only given us individually, but you give them as a gift to our community and to our culture. 
We pray that we would remember the importance of all of this and that we would remember that it is all a gift from you. As we begin this day, we ask that you would strengthen our trust in you. There will be many options before us today, but we ask that through your word and spirit, we would desire to turn towards you. Build us up in faithfulness, that we might be a people that are holy and set apart before you. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, have yourself an excellent Monday. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.